and welcome back for another episode of the Social Hour podcast, a podcast for SOAS by SOAS. I'm your host, Ashley. And I'm your host, Bethany. And on today's episode, we are joined by the lovely Maddie Kulik. Hi, Maddie. Hello. Hi. How are you? Good. I'm excited to be here. I appreciate you jumping on with us today. Now, you are the founder and owner of Madeline intimates. Mm -hmm. So we are so excited to talk to you. But before we dive into all the things that you're doing and with your business, can you kind of give our listeners a little bit of information about who you are and what you do? Sure. I'll give you a little snapshot of what Madeline is and what we offer. So we are a woman-owned that's me, uh, <laughs> Philadelphia-based uh, lingerie company that offers DIY lingerie kits, bra-making workshops, both online and in person. We actually started doing retreats this year, so like three-day intensive retreats, um, which are, is really awesome. Um, we also do a lot of free tutorials on YouTube, so if you have mm-hmm. any question about any bra-making thing, before you DM me on Instagram, check out our YouTube. Yeah. Um, we also do... DIY kids, from making workshops. Um, we also do one-on-one lessons. Wow. Um, and then we do ready-made laundry, which is kind of something that maybe like a sewer is not. Um, when you jump on our page, you might be like, what's ready-made? Mm-hmm. So we offer laundry you can buy ready-made or sew yourself. So if someone like my stepmom, who is never going to sew a button, absolutely never, <laughs> even hand her a needle and thread, we have a team of sewists who will sew it for you. Um, and a lot, it's actually become very beneficial to sewers for two reasons. One is that we get a lot of orders from DIYers because they're a little intimidated to mm-hmm. sew, let's just say our swan lace. So mm-hmm. they actually buy the ready-made, keep it mm-hmm. on hand as an example of the finished product. Oh, okay. So as they're sewing, they're like, okay, I'm not really understanding this in the instructions, but mm-hmm. I have something to reference as what yeah. it look like. And it really helps them. Another thing is like, I love it, but I just, the next month, I'm not going to have time to sew, but I really want it. Mm -hmm. Um, We've had a couple of DIYers who will um, order our ready-mades for that that. reason, Um, Mm -hmm. which is is awesome. Yeah. you know, in modern world, we don't always have the time to sew. Um, no, there's never enough time to sew. No. Um, so if you're like me, you have like a thousand products, I'm, I'm going to cut this out and it never happens. Um, so it's really awesome. We have a really awesome group uh, of girls who are incredible and get out so much. Mm. Um, so that's what we do. I love that. I love that you offer not just the ready to make, but the kits. So like mm-hmm. with the pattern, with the fabrics and all the notions that they need to make it because as, and actually that we're talking before we chatted with you, um, I've actually never made any undergarments, no bras, no panties, nothing. I know Ashley's done some panties, um, but never bras. And we were talking about how much we would love to like tackle that, but there's some type of intimidation about it. I don't yeah. know why. It's the different it's like fabrics though. And the little yeah. notions and the things that aren't very common in just regular garment making. So it can yeah. be really, and like even like the underwire, like it can be very intimidating. <laughs> yeah. And I know a lot of people feel that way. Um and a lot of people are really comfortable with it. And I kind of feel this way about swimsuits as well. Like I've only yeah. done one. <laughs> so I feel like it's kind of the same. Like it's very form fitting and getting that. So when you, when you meet someone and you said you do, you know, retreats, you do classes, you do small group things. When you have someone come in and go, I've never done this before. 
I'm a little scared. I don't know what to expect or I don't know where to start. Like, I don't even know if I'm measuring myself correctly. Right. Which, you know, is a big issue with women, especially with bras. So, and it's always been um, that most women don't actually wear the right size bra to begin with. So I'm sure you have some tips on maybe how we can build that confidence or feel more comfortable trying something like this for the first time. Yeah. So if you are brand new to bra making, super intimidated, (laughs) I don't know if I can do this. One, it's not rocket science. First of all, I want you to start off with, if you fail for fail to me, uh, my motto for failing is first attempt in learning. I love that. Nice. Um, So you have to fail in order to succeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, also we're not dealing, we're not curing cancer. So if you don't mess up, if you, if you mess up, nobody's going to die. You're yeah. just going to put those pair of panties <laughs> in the trash can and start over. Yeah. Um, but if you are new, we have, if you go under our bra, our classes and our virtual, we have a beginner lingerie course. Oh, nice. Fabrics. It's a virtual course. Hmm. Videos never expire. You can wash anywhere at your own pace, at your own time. You make the Barrett Bralette, which is like the perfect beginner project because mm-hmm. it deals with stretch fabrics. Mm-hmm. It deals with sewing elastic. It deals with straps, rings and sliders, um, mm-hmm. and makes a simple bralette. So don't even, don't even think about underwires yet. Don't even think about, <laughs> yeah. about cup sizes. Let's just get you, let's just like tiptoe into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because sewing with those elastics and those types of materials do require some different sewing techniques that you don't encounter in everyday sewing, right? So yes. that's part of it. Yeah, totally. The, and the bear yeah. and, and the bear balls is like it's just tippy toeing into it. Mm-hmm. We're like, you're not going full all in. Like when I first started sewing, my first project was a fully lined like bone dress, and I was like, looking back, <laughs> what were you thinking? What happened to like sewing an apron? Yeah. Come on. Pillowcase. So like when people come to me and usually they come to me and they're like with an with an inspiration image from like La Perla. And I'm like, okay, let's bring you back down to earth. Um (laughs) and let's let's get a realistic uh first project because you you're setting yourself up for success. Right. Mm -hmm. If you go after that like unattainable and I'm not some people, I'm not sure if you have been following like the child uh, dressed with Max or something? Yes. Actually, I work with Singer, and I'm the one that sent that to our marketing team. And I said, we need to support this kid. And we sent him a uh, serger. He's a, he's so fun to watch. Amazing. But not everybody's like that. No. So let's bring you back on here. And let's start you off with a project that you are going to rock. You are going to rock. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have, like, so much sojo. And you're yeah. going to be like, <laughs> I got this bra making thing. What's next? Yeah. Um, and that's my motto just with everything, like set yourself up for success. And I think that the intro to sewing lingerie, uh, for beginners is an awesome intro class that just starts you off from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then there's a DIY kit that goes along with that. And what I love nice. about the Barrett is that it's a quick DIY. So once you get the hang of it, you're not going to believe me, but it's about an hour and 15 minutes to sew. Wow. Nice. Amazing. I like, I'm a, I love a quick project. Mm-hmm. I love the quick satisfaction satisfaction that I get from finishing it. And I feel like these types of product projects don't really take a lot of material. No, mm-hmm. no. When we were actually cutting, this is my newest pattern with simplicity. When I was cutting this out for the workshop that we taught on Saturday, I'm like, 
yo, I'm not used to like all this fabric. Like, <laughs> it's like I had to like set up like six pop up tables. I'm like, this is like so much fabric. I was like, I'm just like not you. You know, like you like yeah. Even with bigger sizes, like our pattern pieces are still pretty small. Yeah, like, this thing is like so big. You got yardage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Instead of, but so- but don't you find that? This is the reason I've held on to a lot of my scrap fabrics because yes. I always overbuy for when I make a top or a dress. Mm-hmm. If a lot of times I'm buying fabric before I know what it's going to be. And so I'll buy three plus yards and then I only need two yards to make what I end up making or three yards. I have a whole yard left. It's not quite enough to make another top, but you know, that's a beautiful stretch fabric I can make some undies with or those mm-hmm. kind of things. So I feel like doing this would be like a good use of like some scraps and you know Mm -hmm. the leftover fabric that I have and then my undies can match the dress (laughs) oh so we actually I'm gonna give a little sneak peek okay Uh, so we have like it we have amazing vendors so most of our fabrics are made for us like we don't right oh I'm right you have beautiful fabrics Mm -hmm. so we actually got our vendor uh, we have a dress pattern coming out with simplicity in like a week, which I have right there and I can show it to you. Yeah. Um, we actually have the fabric printed on mesh as well as on cotton pop. Oh. So you can make the dress and your underwear too. Oh, like, I just oh, love, I love this. Like I am like, yes, I love that. So it's going to have, it's going to like, and I love that we're getting into like dress because it's like, yeah. if I can get people I can introduce people to Madeline Intimates mm-hmm. and like Andre sewing with a corset inspired dress yeah. and then like draw them in. Be like, yeah. Hey, so it's a corset dress. Yeah. Let me, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which goes along with the theme of yeah. lingerie. Oh my goodness. Oh, That's beautiful. It's like super cottage core, which is like so on trend right now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Does it have boning? Yeah, it does. I, right here. So it's kind of a flashback to where you started your first project. You just yeah. mentioned yeah. <laughs> uh, my first project was. <laughs> it was. But, but you did a boning and all of that. So I mean, it's kind of perfect that your first dress with your business is kind of on that same trend, that yeah. same theme. That style doesn't go out of style. No, no, no. and like cottage cottage core is like huge right now. Oh yeah. Um. So I just love that like we're combining the lingerie with the dress. Yes. Yes. Which I think will be really sweet on the outside, sexy on the inside. <laughs> love that. You just caption right there. Yeah. <laughs> Write it down. Write yeah. it down. There's your tagline. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Now. I, I definitely have so many things I want to talk to you about with your business, but before we get too far into that and all the things that you create and the different patterns and the mm-hmm. things that your business partners with and does, but I kind of want to know, like you mentioned your first project, but like, how did you get into sewing? Who, who inspired you to start? When did you start? How long have you been doing it? Sure. Um, so I know they look like I'm 14 and I'm still waiting for puberty to hit, but I'm actually almost 36 years old and I started uh, sewing uh, 18 years ago. Um, nice. How I started is that uh, my mother passed away from breast cancer um, when I was senior in high school, two weeks before my senior prom. Oh, and I stayed close to home for my first year of college mm-hmm. and I came back during winter break, which I got off like November 25th. Mm -hmm. And I went back like January 23rd. I'm like, 
what am I going to do with my time? Mm -hmm. Um, so I was actually up in my mom's linen closet. I have absolutely no recollection of her sewing ever. Mm -hmm. Um, ever. She was not a crafty person. Um, and I, I found her sewing machine and all honesty, I looked and I was like, what does this thing do? Like gross potatoes, like <laughs> this contraction here. Um, so I saw it and I'd always been in a fashion. So I was like, oh, hmm. you know, like, yeah. let me take this to my tailor and see if like, she will teach me some like lessons. That'd be, yeah. this would be really cool. Yeah. Um, and it was so, your mom's and you never knew she had it. Never knew. Never knew. Wow. That's um, wild. So I took it to my local tailor, um, and one lesson turned into an apprenticeship with a crazy woman who once worked for Kristen Dior um, and Halston. And, and she what? Was ab- she was absolute. She was abs. Have you ever seen the movie Big Fish? Yes. And you know, long like, time ago, I think. Son <laughs> and like the older of uh, the the father is dying, mm-hmm. and like. He just has recollections of these crazy stories and like that was Vishka. So actually my first tattoo, which I have like a lot of tattoos, <laughs> was for Mishka. So if you see like her name is like right here. Awesome. Um, so she actually taught me how to sew and she was an insane um crazy lady. Uh, I used to go running in the morning at like 6 a.m. and she would be in her little sew shop with her dog, Lucy, just sewing, sewing, sewing. Um, She was very, she was very, not, I wouldn't say the word strict, but she was just like an old school tailor that like, if Mm -hmm. you did it wrong, there was, she was going to let you know that it was wrong. She would (laughs) whip out that sleeve and be like, do it again. Um, She was an excellent sewer, but she was a terrible pattern maker. So Mm -hmm. I actually became her pattern maker. Uh, When people, when the customers would come in and be like, hey, um, you know, so-and-so wants to do this custom thing. She'd be like, uh-huh. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And they would leave. Yep, we can do that for you. Uh-huh. We'd leave and be like, you got that? Because oh, no. you better start making that better. Um, <laughs> so I was 18 at the time. Um, I was still like kind of like transitioning like in college, but like at home a lot with mm-hmm. my dad, um, who was recently like widowed. Um, and so I remember her turning to me one day and was like, what do you want to do? And I was like, what do you mean? What do you want to do? And I was like, I'm not, this is, I'm not sure if this, what, what you're asking me. Like, I'm 18. I, I don't have my life planned out yet. <laughs> like, you mean like this weekend? Like, well, what do you want to do with this like fashion thing? I was like, I don't know. Um, <laughs> so like I had a moment and I like went home and I was like, I should probably start thinking about this. Yeah. Um, so I actually ended up transferring to Savannah College of Art and Design for a year. Um, and went there. Live, I, it was a great experience because I moved there knowing absolutely nobody like i love a good fresh start nobody i like just started new and it was great because like i was just like and it was a time where like i was by myself with Mm -hmm. like no and like what does maddie want to do you know like Mm -hmm. i want to do so like for a year i did that and then unfortunately that's when like the recession of 2008 hit Mm -hmm. and i just couldn't afford it and yeah i Ended up switching to uh, Johnson and Wales in North Miami that has a uh, re- um, uh, fashion retail and marketing or merchandising uh, degree. Yeah. And actually, they were an excellent school because they their biggest focus is like, this is college, but after college, what are you going to do? 
Mm -hmm. So I feel like a lot of um, colleges can be very like, not really like say like, hey, what are you going to, like, it's more of like a, here's your piece of paper after four years. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Set you up and like really um, push like, what are you going to do after? So as a part of their, as a part of their program, you actually have to apply for an externship where you have to work somewhere. Mm -hmm. Um, And I actually applied for an internship at Urban Outfitters. Hmm. Not Very thinking cool. I was going to get it, not thinking like any, I was like, I'm just going to apply for this. And like, well, I don't know <laughs> if it's going to work out for a technical design and technical design, which yeah. technical design is like the liaison between the factories and the designer. So I don't mm-hmm. design anything. I do all the construction, the pattern making, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, the hard part. <laughs> yeah. And I got a, I got a summer internship with them. Wow. I actually found out later that like three years into like my stint there, the HR person came up to me and like, they were going back and forth like, oh yeah, we hired Maddie. Like she was so-and-so's nephew or niece or like whatever, like a founder. And I was like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. They're like, aren't you like so-and-so's like, they're on the board. You're like their, your, their granddaughter. And I was like, no, I'm not. (laughs) You obviously got that wrong. I was like, but okay, I'm here now. Um, You're stuck with me now. (laughs) People are like, it's so hard to get a job there. How did you do it? And I was Uh, like, someone thought you were related. (laughs) I don't know. I, I really don't know. But going back to my mom, my mom might not be here physically, but there are things that she has done that have worked out. And I'm like, you know what? Someone divine intervention. She had her hand in. I'm making not- you find that sewing machine and getting you into like, I feel like people that's, that's a, that's a real thing. Yeah. It's, I'm not a religious person. I don't know. Yeah. But I do believe that there is something above that mm. she is still here spiritually and yes. has, things have worked out my ways that yeah. are unexplainable. Um, yeah. And that was her way of being like, I got you. I got She's you. She's just gently guiding you in life. Yes. That yeah. mother's love and comfort is undeniable. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so I ended up working there for seven and a half years. Wow. I started off in technical design, um, but I always have my blog. I've always had my blog since I was 18. I've had my same domain. I've had mm. Madeline.com for 18 years. Um, and so I actually, when they were starting an internal website um, for their like in, internal uh, campus and stuff like that, um, they asked me to switch over. And I was like, oh God, like, I, I know I, I like this. Like, technical design, but it was very cutthroat. It was, Mm -hmm. I never left before 7 PM, um, which was Mm -hmm. great training, um, as a like 22 year old, uh, train that hard. Uh, so I ended up switching over and I actually became basically by the time I left, my role was I handled all internal communications and PR for URBN, which included the brands, anthropology, urban outfitters, free people, train and beholden. I was their internal blogger and photographer and graphic designer. And 22, right? And I was 20. Wow. That's still still young. Yeah. Yeah, So when people ask me like, who does your social media? Who does your graphic design? Who does your evil? Like I do all of that. That's like, amazing. It all? And I'm like, I, everything at Urban Outfitters was due yesterday. So like, I'm used to that pace. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I actually, because of my role there, um, I knew a lot of people. Um, I was always talking with all the brands. And mm-hmm. one of the uh, the CEO of Urban Outfitters came up to me one day in co- like getting coffee and was like, you know, 
I love what you're doing. I love that you're making your lingerie, mm-hmm. um, making handcraft, like you're handcrafting mm-hmm. pieces of lingerie in a fast fashion world. I think we need to do something with you. Mm-hmm. Um, so at the same time, I started teaching bra making. Um, I'll get into that before I, well, let me finish this and I'll get into yeah. that. <laughs> um, so at the same time, I was teaching bra making workshops and one of the people who works at Simplicity attended one of my bur- workshops. And on their way wow. out, they were like, hey, I work for Simplicity. Would you be interested in a lingerie pattern? I was like, girl, you're telling me this at the end of the class? I was <laughs> like, this should have been in your intro. I was like, yes, 100%, 110%, I'm in. And like, I didn't hear from them for like three months. And I just didn't think anything of it. Mm-hmm. And then somebody reached out to me and was like, hey, I'm so-and-so. Do you want to do a pattern? I was like, yes. And they're like, <laughs> Your pattern is due this and this, and it just like happened. So in May of twenty twenty, uh, May of twenty sixteen, Urban Outfitters actually launched a Madeline collection that was sold in stores and online. And then That's in amazing. June of twenty sixteen, as well, Simplicity released two Madeline patterns. And I was teach I was teaching in London, and before I went to London, I told my manager, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to forewarn you. I'm going to go to London. I'm going to teach this, but I'm going to have a moment where I'm going to like think about my future here. Yeah. I might come back and I might decide to leave. And mm-hmm. she, I actually wrote about her in my uh, uh, intro in my, in the book. And she was like, listen, you do a great job here, mm-hmm. but I think you should do it. Uh, she's like, you're 27. You don't have a husband. You don't have kids. Do it. Go for it. She's like, you know, you've done a great job here, but this is your time mm-hmm. to try it and not say when you're 40, I wish I would have tried it. Yeah. And you'll leave on good terms. And if it doesn't work out, you can you always come back. So she was like, you know, I don't want you to leave, but the manager. She's not going to hold you back. The manager of me does not want you to leave because I will have to find somebody new. But the. Yeah. My gut is telling me to do it. So I did it and um, I gave myself one year and I was like, I'm going to just one year. I'm not Mm going to think about five years. I'm not going to think about 10 years. I'm going to get through this one year and I'm going to determine year two. And I've been here seven and a half. I've been here seven years. I've been, I've been doing this full time for seven years. Wow. Um, That's amazing. And I started teaching bra making because when I was a technical designer, not taking a few steps back as a technical designer, um, one of my categories was anthropology, um, intimates. And mm-hmm. as I always believe the best designers know how their things are made. So as if I was going to be on this category, I was like, let me just make a bra. Mm-hmm. Like I need to understand this. And the best way I'm going to understand it is if I actually make a bra. And I did. Yeah. And then somebody actually asked me to teach like an intro to sewing class. And we were going back and forth and we got the whole logistics of the class and we finished that the meeting and they're like, so what are you sewing personally? And I'm like, actually, I just got into like bra making. They're like, switch gears. Your class is going to be about lingerie. And that first, cl- that first workshop sold out. And I was like, you know, there might be something going on. Here. Mm. So I- I've taught workshops. I've taught over a hundred workshops. Um, wow. And since 2014, um, San Francisco, London, um, awesome. uh, LA, 
uh, I've taught all over. So people are like, would you like come here and teach? I'm like, absolutely. <laughs> I'm like, yes. Um, so that's how I got into bra making. And it's, yeah. just, it's just kind of escalated. And now, you know, we offer the DIY kits. We offer the ready-made. Um, yeah. We offer uh, the bra making workshop. So we're kind of like, we're one of the only bra making supply or brands that actually mm-hmm. like does it all. The yeah. Product. The DIY kits, the bra making, the ready. So like we do, like there are a couple like bra makers that just do patterns, that mm-hmm. just have fabrics, that right. just know. But like we try to do it all. Um, yeah. Go big or go home. Yeah. <laughs> and like I want to set you up for success. So yeah. Like if I'm gonna offer a pattern, I wanna I wanna offer the fabrics for it. I'll be like, I don't know, figure it out. Yeah. So and then like if somebody gets the the pattern, the fabric, like how do I make it? I don't want to be like read the instructions. <laughs> um, so like I try to do the YouTube tutorials. I try yeah. to do, everybody has a different way of learning. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. I'm, so like we, we, I really try to accommodate all of those. And honestly, meeting every, especially with lingerie, meeting and fitting as many people is so beneficial Yeah, um, because you listen, you learn from other people's bodies. And like, we are not to toot my own horn, but I'm going to toot my own horn. But like, we are one of the most size inclusive brands. Yeah. I was going to talk to you about that because you definitely do. We have fit. I've, I have fit up to an R cup. Whoa. I didn't know that was a thing. Me neither. The person who came in actually would twist uh, towels, a little hand towel and put it underneath because it would sweat. And she Uh wore three sports bras. Um, what her R cups. Unfortunately, she didn't have the funds to get a breast reduction. Right. Um, you know, this was the most affordable option. Mm-hmm. Um, but our most popular size, hands down, is H cup, J cup, I cup. Wow. Wow. Hands down. If we get it, if we get a size medium or a C cup, we're like, who's this for? <laughs> it's the ones who can't find their size you're catering to people who can't shop in regular stores yeah there and there, there are there are plenty of i j you know those kind yeah. of sizes but nothing in these fun fabrics no right. yeah and they're just like styles new. <laughs> and you know designs and mm-hmm. um you, you definitely put a fun twist on your design. So, I mean, you design all of these yourself. So where does your inspiration come from when designing these intimates, these bras, panties, you know, teddies, the whole kit and caboodle? <laughs> well, I did, the couple of things. One sometimes comes out of a need. Uh, uh-huh. The Maris was developed because a lot of people have mobility issues, mm-hmm. especially with full cups, and they actually can't put something over their head. Mm-hmm. or clasping in the back. So the Maris actually comes with a front closure. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't make the Maris with a, actually just from trial and error, a lot of people don't make it with a front closure, um, but it does serve a need of people who don't have, who can't yeah. put on a bra over their head or in the back. Um, mm-hmm. Other isp- inspiration, you know, cottage core is huge. So like, I'm like, how can we like, you know, put a laundry twist onto that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I usually have a lot, I usually have a lot of inspiration and then, um, I'm putting this here. I'm screenshotting this. I'm something, yeah. but then there's something that like, it's kind of like when you find your husband or like the one, <laughs> your, your person, you're like, this is it. Like <laughs> This is it. Like I'm obsessed. I got to do it. This is like, 
I can't stop thinking about this design. And that's when I know because we, especially in today's world, we are fed so much on the internet. Yes. That like if something sticks out of my mind, I'm like, ooh, ooh, I got it. I really like this. I think this is really different. Mm-hmm. The yeah. Galena, which is the mono wire, is like, ooh, this is really. Di-. I was like, no, we, we, you know, even yeah. in the fashion world, like you don't see a lot of mono wires. What um, is? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> it's like a. It's like two. It's actually two underwires that had a continuous that oh and that's our galena um yes and that's the one that really supports and has like this the double oh okay yeah the strap yeah Yeah. that one's really popular i've seen it a lot yes okay so this is actually two classic underwires yeah that have been combined to a low underwire and so the the galena was two parts. It was fashion inspired. I thought it was mm-hmm. really cool. There was mm-hmm. a really awesome brand in London called Myla that had like a mono wire design that was great. Um, and when I actually looked at mono wire, every, every June, I always go to Paris and I go to inter- well, it's a trade show. Um, and it's for lingerie. It's for lingerie as well as the fabrics. Mm-hmm. And um, I saw that brand there. And when I looked for mono wires, what I saw was that if a if an underwire grades a quarter of an inch, what they were doing is that they were actually gridding. So one underwire grades a quarter of an inch out per size. But what mm-hmm. they were doing with the monowire is that they were grading out a quarter of an inch for both sides. Mm-hmm. So as you got into larger sizes, it became exponentially smaller. So it's like okay. there actually doesn't exist a monowire that's graded normally. Uh-huh. So like when we were testing it out, we were ordering the underwires for our standard size, which is um, like a 34H. Uh, it was like on her breast tissue. And I was like, so we actually made our monowires for the Galena. Wow. So the monowire is great for people. A lot of people with close set breasts, mm-hmm. close set breasts or breasts that kind of that touch. If mm-hmm. you two fingers less difference between your breasts, it's considered close set. It's not a hard, fast rule. It's just like a general. Um, they have a really hard time with if you have a classic underwire fitting in between your breasts mm-hmm. and lying flat against your chest wall. It's a term that's called tacking. So mm-hmm. your bra should tack against your chest wall. If you mm-hmm. look down and you can see space in between your gore, usually it means that your, <laughs> that your, your cup volume isn't enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for people with like, really big boobs, the J cups, the K cups, Mm -hmm. the L cups, the M cups, it's really hard to actually fit something in between there. Mm -hmm. So for people who are close set, it is recommended that you have something that's a little bit lower cut Mm -hmm. so that it doesn't actually have to go in between. And the way that the Galena works is that that the uh, elastic that's Mm -hmm. here will actually help separate it. We actually had a video go viral, not I, our video, but somebody's video featuring our Galena went viral uh-huh. on TikTok last year. Mm-hmm. And one of the comments that like, I feel like it's like a feeding frenzy when one person comes Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was a pink one, right? Yes. And one yeah. person commented like, her breasts are way too far apart. And I was like, excuse me. <laughs> anybody in here but didn't wonder bra create an entire brand off of lift and separate separate being the key term yeah Since when did boob sweat become a thing yeah i was like so that separation is intentional and i'm considering it to be good 
And yeah. I actually like had like a green screen TikTok to like calm that. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I remember. We watched it. <laughs> Whoever commented this, I was like, let's, let's rethink this. I was like, because I actually think that that's a good thing. I was yeah. Like, but I mean, to each his own, if you love your boob sweat, you like to glisten down there, then by all means. But <laughs> that separation was intentional. Traditionally, yeah. though, people assume like sexy is squished and lifted and you know what I mean? Like In your face and big cleavage, right? Yeah, yeah. And it, and it doesn't have to be that. No. And, it, and that's not comfortable. No, personally. it's not. No. It's definitely for certain group of people <laughs> i i was of the generation that um when you know victoria secret was huge right and i have permanent marks on my sides like on this side here from wires oh i wouldn't i wouldn't be i wouldn't be surprised it's 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 why I try not to wear a wire bra if I can avoid it. I think I may have a couple for like more of a low cut for certain tops or dresses or strapless. But other than that, I'm like, I, it just, I literally have like what looks like bruises, but they just don't ever go away. And I haven't worn a wired bra in on a daily basis in ages because of it. And so, um, they were I just never got anything that fit right. Or, you know, the wires would like pop out of that. Yes. And like yeah. stick into you. And I think I just kind of broke up with wire bras, but I also <laughs> don't feel like I was ever properly fitted yeah. either. So do you have tips on like how someone, if like, let's say I wanted to order one of your kits online, how do I even know like what size to make? Like, I feel like I probably am not wearing the right size or probably never have, but mm -hmm. Like, where do you even start with, like, figuring out those measurements? Because those are very specific because it's for very form-fitting. So kits are not sized. So you buy a kit, and it's for all sizes. Right. Um, which makes it a little bit easier. Okay. And then usually at the beginning of every sew-along that we do, we have a fit session. How oh, do you nice. size your thighs? How do you measure? Some mm -hmm. of our earlier ones might not, but our later ones are more current current patterns. Mm -hmm. I go through how to find your size. Um, and almost everybody that I fit, almost everybody that I fit, um, they go down a band size, up a cup size. Almost everybody. Mm. Um, that is just like the person that I mentored somebody for like six months. She was like a senior. And when mm -hmm. she came into me, she, I was like, what, what bra size are you wearing? She's like 34B. And I literally, I usually don't do this without asking permission, but I literally lifted up her jacket and I was like, you're wearing what size? <laughs> like, you are not 34B. I'm sorry. I was like, we need to measure you. 30H. And she was wearing a 34B. And was she so uncomfortable? Yeah. Like, yeah. Moves were coming out of everywhere. I was like, what I was like, you're you're let them breathe. Right now, <laughs> your chest right now has the flu. Like it's just like coming out of all sides. I was like <laughs> up, down, side. I was like, I don't, I don't know what your what's going on here. But I was like, if you want a mentor here, you got to know your size. I yeah. was like, well, we got to get you some good bra. Yeah, um, but then when you have the right bra, your outfits you fit better. You're you yeah. feel more comfortable. You just feel cute. Like, yeah, you feel cute. Mm -hmm. Um, like I actually made my teddy. I made it. I made the great thing about workshop is that I get a little bit selfish sewing in. I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna demo on this, and this is mine. 
Yeah. <laughs> even after, like, I came home and I was like, I turned on my tail. I was like, this is so cute. I was like, look at my booty. I was like, I don't got much, but I got a booty and this looks great. So once you have <laughs> your size, you just feel cute. Like, yeah. yeah. So talk to us about the teddy. Where did that inspiration come from? It was actually based off of vintage pattern, a vintage okay. mm-hmm. pattern that I saw. And I just thought it was really, we, I actually think that this is a great lingerie teddy, but I actually could see this as a beach cover up mm. as well in the right oh, yeah. um and i just thought it was sweet and cute um and just really easy too mm-hmm. um as a far like teddy might be a good way to lure people into bra making yeah uh, and a lot of times i'll do like a really complicated style galena mm-hmm. and then i'll do a couple simpler styles um to kind of mix it up yeah mm-hmm. That's awesome. Now, people, I've seen you do this. Uh, people can come into your store in mm-hmm. Philadelphia and shop in person, but they can also get a fitting mm-hmm. there. And I've seen you do this um, with brides to be who want um, who are gifted like a fitting and some lunch to pick out some lingerie or have lingerie made for their honeymoon. Mm-hmm. So Tell cool. us, a, I think that's the sweetest thing. I yeah. saw you post that and I was like, what a sweet and thoughtful gift, you know, for like the bridesmaids to get together and give that to the bride. Mm-hmm. So tell lot, us about that. Yeah. We do a lot of bachelorette parties too. Oh, nice. Um, so we'll, we'll come in and they'll make what I love about bachelorette parties. And like, I love a retreat. I love a workshop. They're great. But when they come in, they want to make something. They want to yeah. like, be with like a wearable garment. <laughs> they want the whole experience. When bachelorette parties come in, they're like, I don't really care if this panty has like three leg holes. I was like, <laughs> I just want to have some wine. I want to have some cheese. And like, if it works out, great. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not like, I'm just here to have a good time. And to drink I love it. Um, and then like in the back section of our studio, let me just bring this out closer so you can see it. In the back section, we actually have like, you can see the white peeking out there. Uh-huh. We actually have a whole bridal section. So you oh, can, nice. like, they'll come in, they'll do the bachelorette uh, party, and then they'll see um, what's back there. And they'll, the maid of honor usually will um, gift her something like a fitting, and mm-hmm. then she'll be able to pick it out. But what I have actually found is that uh, not all the time, but a lot of the time, the brides, what I've had, people who have come in for a fitting have chosen the bridal stuff who are not mm-hmm. brides. People who come in for a bridal fitting have chosen not the white things, but the regular colors. And I'm like, wait, what's going on here? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, a lot of the brides recently have gone after the citronelle, which is like, um, you can probably see it's the color that I showed you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just an odd observation. I'm like, I mean, I, I tell the brides, I'm like, you don't have to pick what's white. I was like, you yeah. can pick another, another color. Um, yeah. But a lot of the people who are buying the bridal are not actually brides. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. It, just personal preference, I guess. I guess so. I'm like, mm. doesn't matter to me. I was like, you pick whatever you want to pick. But the bachelorette parties and the brides, uh, the bridal stuff is really awesome because especially on your wedding, you want something unique mm-hmm. um, and they're willing to spend like a little bit more yeah. Um, yeah. on their lingerie and get something like tailored to their bodies, which is really mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, a lot of brides, when they have like bridal showers, like a lot of them are getting gifts of lingerie. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And you just never know if what you're giving, gifting someone is going to fit them. You know, they usually kind of give size ranges, but it's like, you know, this is lingerie. You want it to fit, right? So doing it like this and having a little party together. And I think that's super, super fun. Now you do other retreats and you've mentioned that. I think you did one recently, a little weekend retreat. So t- tell us what, like, walk us through like a weekend retreat with you. Like, it's what a- are we sewing? What yeah. are we doing? What is it's, it like? It's an all-inclusive, not all, not like price-wise, but it's like yeah. knowledge-wise. Yeah. Um, it's like you get the whole thing. So we Friday you come in at 12 um, and you have everything pre-cut. So that's a, that's a, the key to success is because cutting out takes up so much time. And mm-hmm. if you're – so attending a retreat, you have to have – you have to be like intermediate level. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. So I'm not, you don't, you didn't pay for me to learn how to cut. Yeah. You paid to learn the bra fitting stuff, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So we work like weeks in advance so that if they have any question about what size they should cut, how to cut, I go with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I go through that with them. Um, so we come in at 12 on a Friday. First thing is that I go over bra fitting, bra sizing, why there's so much confusion, sister sizing, full bust plus size lingerie, I want them to know that going into this class so that Mm -hmm. as they're sewing along, they'll be able to think back to that intro bra fitting session and like, it'll, it'll make sense and they'll ask questions. Yeah. Um, Whereas if I did it at the end, they may be like, Oh, I wish I would have known that because I would have done it this way. Um, so that we start off that, um, we start off with that bra fitting session, usually about two hours because questions come up and stuff like that. Um, and then around two or three, we start pre-sewing. We make a slip, a bra and a panty. So nice. we start pre-sewing the slip and pre-sewing means sewing the darts, yeah. sewing the lace pieces together, sewing all like the component pieces together. Um, it's kind of like when you're sewing like a jacket, like you're sewing all these different parts mm-hmm. and then you're like, whoa, it came all together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, start, we pre-sew and we get pretty close to, to sewing the slip that day. Saturday we come in and it's a long day. Mm-hmm. We sew, we sew the rest of the bra. We sew the rest of the panty. And if we have time, we will try it on as well and go through the fit corrections. Mm-hmm. Um, so that Sunday morning, um, we will be a Sunday, a Saturday is just all sewing, just mm-hmm. all sewing nine to five. Um, then on Sunday you come in kind of a fun day. I'm like, if you have any fit corrections to do, any alterations you need to do, you could do that for your, uh, bra and panty and then, um, finish up your slip. And then we usually have a sample sale. So we'll have like all of our samples out for like 15 bucks. I'll put out mm-hmm. my scrap in. These are all free. Nice. In. These are mm-hmm. all awesome. Um, and then we also have like a little boudoir photographer that comes in. Um, ah, and if they want, a lot of people do not want it. Mm-hmm. Um, actually at the last session, I had to cancel the boudoir photographer because everybody was like, no, nah, I'm cool. So, but some, but at the, the retreat before that, yeah, everybody, somebody, different vibes. Broke <laughs> out the red wine was like, get me with a photo of my laundry. Yeah. I would need a glass of something beforehand, but I would do it. <laughs> so it really just depends. And I play it by ear. Um, but Sunday's like a really fun day. You break out the wine, you mm-hmm. like you you finish up, you kind of just like hang out. Um, so it's really you get the whole experience. You get the bra fitting, you get the pad. And in between, when I start off every day, 
So Friday, I start off with a bra fitting session. Saturday, I'll start off with a pattern making session as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sunday, I'll go even further into pattern alterations. Oh, wow. um, so you get like the whole sewing fit pattern and then just a little bit of fun. And yeah. you leave with three finished pieces, yep. possibly a photo shoot of yep. said pieces, mm-hmm. and then material and, and, and knowledge to go and make more, which I think is... People- so lot, invaluable. Yeah. A lot of people during the third, usually on the second day, um, during lunch, they'll go shopping. So they're like, I want a kit for this. I want a kit for that. So then we have our girls that day, um, getting orders together. And the great thing mm-hmm. about that day is that like, if you will put any kit together for you, mm-hmm. um, so it doesn't have to be ones and ones that we have on the website, we can put pretty much anything together for mm-hmm. you. Um, so they go shopping when they're here. Um, and yeah. then they get, um, the next day we put out like our samples. Deal. Cause a lot of times we make samples for like DIY kits and we can't really like do anything with them. So we have mm-hmm. boxes of samples yeah. in various sizes. So a lot of people will, like pick up things for like, when we did the retreat in November, a lot of people did got like gifts. Mm-hmm. So they're like, this for the holidays. Like, like, yeah, bras usually like 15 and, and panties wow. are like 10. So they're like, That's I amazing. would love to like pick this up as like a gift for so-and-so for mm-hmm. so-and-so, yeah. my daughter for, you know, so, um, mm-hmm. it's a really fun experience. How mm-hmm. often do you do the retreats? Seasonally. Um, okay. so we just had one two weeks ago. That was our spring one. We'll have one for, um, summer and then we'll have one for fall and then i'm still trying to figure out the details for next year because the book will be out so i'm not mm-hmm. sure how i'm going to combine that with the book but i would love to do something around the book you know yeah mm-hmm. where they bring in the book and like we kind of like go through the whole yeah. book um in that in that retreat but i'm still working that out now you mentioned the book we haven't yes. really talked about it so you teed it up yeah tell us Tell us about the book. Yes. You have a poster of it. <laughs> so this is the first. Um, yeah, I love it. So it's called So Lingerie. Um, and it's for it's for beginner bra makers. It's for experienced bra makers. It's for every level of bra makers. Um, it goes over the history of lingerie. It goes wow. over bra sizing pattern alterations, sister sizing, different cup sizes, different band sizes. Um, and then it has 11 lingerie, activewear, and swimwear projects. Everything is available in sizes extra large to 5X and cup wow. sizes A through J. Um, so, I mean, this, and what I love about this is that, just like the, this book cover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the inclusive that the thought process that we put into like the inclusivity mm-hmm. inclusivity here. So she is actually a spokesperson for alopecia. Oh. She is actually um, one of my sewing students. And in the book, she in the book, one of our models is her mom. And her mom models is, this, I think she's like in her 70s. Um, her mom actually models the bathing suit. And at the day after the shoot, um, her name's Crystal. Got back to me. She's like, you have no mm-hmm. idea how excited and like my mom was for this. She had a double <laughs> mastectomy, and she said that she has not felt this beautiful oh, in years. That's so nice. That that just gave me goosebumps. So like the the I hope I will definitely send you a book. Um, but I hope that like it just shows that you could be any age, yeah, you could be any weight. 
You could be any gender. We do a Mm -hmm. lot of transgender. um, And you could still wear beautiful lingerie. There are stretch marks. There are tattoos. There's gray hairs. There's everything shown in this book. Mm -hmm. Um, And I really, I truly do believe that, is that everybody deserves to feel and look good in lingerie. I actually Mm -hmm. was having a conversation yesterday, and I was saying that we get a lot of men, heterosexual men, that are just like, I want to wear women's lingerie. And I'm like, you do you, boo. You do you. I will be there for that. Yeah. Um, but it's not acceptable. And I kind of want to break those barriers and be like, no, you could be, you could be a guy. You could be a trans. You could mm-hmm. be non-binary. You could be mm-hmm. gender fluid. You could be female. You can be, as long as you bring out your Harry Styles and just bring me who you are. <laughs> yeah. And I can want. we just call it lingerie and not women's lingerie? Like, totally. Right? Yeah. Like it's just lingerie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why I love I love the book because it it literally is for any level of sewist, but it's mm-hmm. also for any person. Yeah. Yeah. To get into lawn to get in, to feel and look good for if it's lawn. what makes them feel confident and sexy and comfortable in their own skin, why mm-hmm. not? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Why not? And I love that you show that you show that on your social media, you show that in your book, you show that in your advertising, you do such a good job of sharing that and, and seeing so many different body types. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, a lot of times, like I said, I grew up in the Victoria's secret era and I got so hyper-focused that I had to look like that for that out, you know, underwear or bra to look like that on me. And it really played a toll on me mentally with my body image still yeah. struggle with that. I, I, a lot of people do. And to see more and more, I think for me, what I love about the sewing industry and not just lingerie, but pattern designs, um, indie pattern companies, everybody, they're showing the pattern on different body types. Mm-hmm. And so I go, okay, well, I don't relate to this person or this person, but I very much look like or shaped like this person or we're the mm-hmm. similar height or similar build. You know, I'm not an hourglass shape. I'm built straight, <laughs> like you know? And so, you know, to see people in the same things with all different body types, it lets me know, Oh, okay. So I, if it doesn't look like that on me, but it looks like that on me, I still love it, you know? And I can mentally expect that, you know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like, for me, I don't know. You get a vision in your head of like, you see it on one person that doesn't look like you and you think it ha- it's going to look like you, you know, it's just same with hairstyles. You're like, Oh, I want my hair to look like this, but that's not the type of hair you have to get that haircut, yeah. you know, or that color. And so, you know, it's the same concept of you can't take what this person looks like in, in this outfit or this dress or this bra and expect mm-hmm. it to look the same on you. Your body isn't the same. And it's okay that they're not the same. It doesn't need to be the same, but you can't, yeah hyper-focus on that. And I did all my teen years, all my twenties, hyper-focused on the fact that my body didn't look like the pictures I was seeing in the stores or on magazines. And then you get disappointed and discouraged and you're just like, I don't even want to go shopping. Yeah. (laughs) And it's just a downward spiral for a lot of people. And so for me, I find that I've gotten back into sewing clothes and garments and all of that and seeing what you're creating and inspiring people to create is building my confidence again in my own body and learning Mm -hmm. how to dress my body Mm -hmm. the way that it looks today. And I am more comfortable in my clothes today 
because mm-hmm. I know how to dress myself. I know how to show. I've learned about my body and my measurements and what shape I am that's going to look best on me, designs and styles. And now I feel like I can, I look better now than me trying to squeeze into things that were never meant for my body shape. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, we're one of the we're one of the few bra makers who actually we rarely show things flat. We mm-hmm. all it's always on body for two reasons. One, because I want people to visually see like what does it actually look like on a human body. Dress mm-hmm. form does not count. Dress forms no. don't breathe in. They don't have posture. They don't. We rarely use dress forms except for like a reference point. Also, mm-hmm. I personally feel that if you are going to if you're going to tout yourself as being inclusive and including mm-hmm. those sizes, represent those sizes. Yeah. yeah. Represent them. Don't just mm-hmm. say, oh, yeah, our stuff's available in a 5X. Show them. Mm-hmm. I was like, represent them. Talk. Yeah. To, like, be a spokesperson for them. Believe in them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, because it's one thing to offer a size. It's another thing to actually represent them, highlight them, and showcase them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it gives them confidence to want to do it or want to wear or want to make it. You know what I mean? I see, I feel that way when I'm shopping patterns and I'm going to shop from a pattern company that does the same thing that shows it in every size. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I want to see how that, if I can see that that one garment, let's say a jumpsuit or a romper or something looks great on an extra small and let's say an extra large and a five X and they all look fabulous in it. I know that's a well-made pattern that's mm-hmm. well graded. And I have confidence that it's going to look good on me too. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, and I, I think that you pull that off really well with your designs. Cause you know, you're showing it on different cup sizes and different body sizes and different body types and everything. And it just like, okay, Mm-hmm. Well, clearly it looks fabulous on everybody. So, I mean, it gives me confidence to want to try to sew one of your patterns. Mm-hmm. It's one of the things that Ashley and I were talking about. One day you will. Yes, we so, will. Ashley and I are doing a sewing retreat. I've been planning this for since January. And so we've got a small group of uh, girls that are all sewists that we have met through Instagram and awesome. TikTok. And we're all sewists and they've all been guests on the podcast. And we're all getting together in a few weeks, like three weeks, uh, in a cabin for a week. And we're going to be sewing and, and everybody's bringing what they want to work on. Um, but we, I told Ashley, I said, I want to. I want to use this opportunity to like kind of challenge myself. And so this is one of those things that I thought if I'm around people who know sewing really well, um, like myself, but maybe they've done these types of things before they can kind of help me get through it, you know, (laughs) we should. And then we also, we also, the other thing was like, I told Ashley, I said, I'm not a big bag maker, but I always love a bag Mm -hmm. and I want to, learn and Ashley does a ton of bags and we have Nicole that's coming. That's d- done a ton of bags. And I said, okay, well maybe I'll bring a bag pattern yeah. cut out and yeah, it can help me kind of walk me through that. And I probably can do it by myself, but just having them there and their mm. support in person and sewing together. I told him, I said, so challenge yourself. Like on high during. Break. Yeah. Oh that yeah. I know. I know. And you know, one thing I'm bringing with me to the retreat is the ditto. 
because they've not experienced the ditto and I've had, I've had it for a very long time because I work for the company. And so when they introduced your patterns to the ditto catalog, I was so excited. I messaged you. I was like, I love that your patterns are represented here with the ditto. So we may even have to like all make something with your patterns from the ditto. Yes. Anything I can do to help your retreat, I I would love that. So. I love, appreciate <laughs> it. But yeah, your patterns—you've got several. How many are on the Ditto catalog that you have now? You have a few. Yeah, I think it's like ten. That's on, yeah. on Ditto, but I know we have plenty. We have plenty of patterns. We have a couple of free ones too: the Bear and the Tanika. The Tanika yeah. is also great for beginner, um, and is unisex as well. Um, so yeah. Hmm. <laughs> well, I'm bringing the ditto and we've, we all voted on a dress to make, but I feel like we might need to try one of your patterns as well, Absolutely. since we can cut right. it out with the ditto right there to our measurements yeah. that we put in. Yeah. Just let me, just let me, we do all know that the new simplicity pattern isn't on ditto, but no. um, the new, the new dress pattern we do have kits for, um, mm. which will be great. Just, you know, just throw it out there. Okay. <laughs> just try out there. We'll chat after. <laughs> But yeah, no, we're we're excited, and I was excited to see that Ditto was partnering with more indie pattern companies mm. and including things like lingerie. I think it gets people to think kind of outside the box because there's not a ton of lingerie patterns out there, and you kind of have set the bar for that. To be yeah. honest, in this yeah. little uh, world we live in of of sewing patterns, and so I just love that you're growing. And how many? This is kind of off the wall, but how many patterns do you say you would you say on average you release every year? Like new Well, last year was like sixteen because of the book. I was like, huh. we usually do about like four in a year and we did sixteen last year. It was wow. like yeah, And that's well, you're designing them. Yeah, we I pattern draft all of them. Um wow. so um yeah, usually it's four. Uh like see <laughs> One like winter, summer, mm. fall, um, yeah, all that. But last year was a little insane. Um, <laughs> yeah, like I literally drafted like three patterns in a day. I was like, all right, boop, 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 boop. Um, and then so, went on a vacation. I hope. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you need a break, but yeah, that's awesome. Luckily, I I really love what I do. So yeah, I we can tell. I yeah, don't usually need a vacation. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really, I, like, but you go to, places, right? So yeah, you like, travel for your job too. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I just this is like this is like my identity. Um, yeah, yeah. So I don't really feel like I need um, a vacation. Yeah, you just want to be in it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. That's amazing. I love it. Yeah. Now, how many people do you have working for you? Well, actually, one just give a little wave. Hi. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, we have two girls that are regular part-time. So they come every mm-hmm. single week. I'm like, girls, what days do you want to do? Um, mm-hmm. that do like all of our sample making, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have a handful, um, of other people who we pull in when we need them. Like when I'm drafting a simplicity pattern, um, mm-hmm. and I need help with that. I have a girl that I can call to help me like sew that up. Um, nice. For wholesale orders, I have somebody who comes in and just does the wholesale orders. I've learned that keeping people on their, keeping people on their task, they get really good at that task. Yeah, pushing them between tasks. Yeah. Um, so uh, we ha- have 
I want to say like six. We did have eight, but just out of need, like I mm-hmm. don't really call them in anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And then it's just you running all of yeah, it. I could not do it without, I call them. Yeah. Really like yeah. Them. I don't like calling them staff or employees. Or- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it's too formal. Y'all are, it's yeah. very close knit, like family vibe that you've created, like a very comfortable atmosphere. And you pick that up through what you share on social media and mm. watching your stories and even talking to you here. It's just a really fun atmosphere that you've created. It makes me want to drive to Philly and come hang out with you and do oh. one of these retreats or something. Yeah, I feel like it would that be far so from much- me. Yeah, she's in Toronto. Oh, it's not that far. And I'm in Nashville. We'll meet halfway, and there we go. There we go. We're (laughs) We're on our way. We're getting in the car. Well, this has been so fun. Mm -hmm. So besides the book. Oh, yeah. So besides the book, I mean, what else can we expect from you this year? I don't know. I'm going to give you a little sneak peek, and that's all I'm going to say. Lips are still tight, but I did... I did just get approved. Let's just put it this way. I am go I just signed up for an intensive corset making class in the UK for something that is gonna be coming out next year. So I'm gonna say I love it. I'm gonna say well, I'm gonna I like, love the tea. Yeah. We'll have you back on to spill the tea yes, completely when you're yes. ready. Yep. So I'm definitely taking I'm taking lingerie into like a new avenue, but then like it. bringing it back and fusing what I've learned. Mm-hmm. I do know a little bit about corsetry and stuff like that, mm-hmm. like the boning, like yeah. stays, waist injuries, mm-hmm. but I'm like, mm-hmm. let's take this like next level. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to be studying that um, nice. and then bringing it back to something that's coming out next summer. So <laughs> that's amazing. So when does the book come out? November 25th. You can pre-order it now on Barnes and Noble's bookshop and Amazon. Yes. Um, and we'll have all of that linked in the description for our listeners to be able to check mm-hmm. out. Of course, we'll have everything we've talked about, which has been so much fun. Uh, shared on our website, we always do a blog post for all of our guests. So you'll have links to everything, to her website, to her socials, to where you can pre-order the book. Beautiful photos of all of her beautiful creations and lingerie. Uh, Maddie, thank you. This has been you. an absolute mm-hmm. blast talking thank to you. you. I cannot wait to see what you do next. Uh, It sounds like you, it's just really cool to see you still growing yourself to continue to grow your brand and your business. And that's just really fun to hear because you're not getting stuck in like a rut. You're really continuing to challenge yourself. She's avoiding that by doing those things. It's just like, no, I don't want to stay in this. I'm always Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's always it. something more to learn with sewing. Yeah. There's always a new way to do things. There's always a different way of trying things. There's mm-hmm. different techniques and styles that are coming out all the time. Yeah. All the time. So even with my students, I'm like, I'm not any better than you. I was like, we are on the same level. We're all here to learn. Mm-hmm. I was like, so I will never stop learning. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. <laughs> I love that you just love sharing that knowledge. You clearly have a passion for what you're doing and it shows in what you're creating and your business and how much it's growing. And mm-hmm. we just wish you all the best yes. in your future endeavors. So thank you so much. We really appreciate it. 
And then real quick, uh, what who we have coming up next week in next week's episode is the lovely Monica with That's So Monica. And I got the privilege of meeting her in person at Craftcation in California a few weeks ago. And she and I hit it off. I cannot wait for you all to meet her. She's so much fun to talk to. And we're going to have a blast with her next week. So tune mm-hmm. in for that. Again, thank you, Maddie, for joining us. And thank you. as always to our listeners, you know, you can tune into our podcast on all of our streaming channels. You can also watch it over on YouTube if you want to visually see some of the things that Maddie showed us today. Mm-hmm. And then we also have a Patreon, which is linked on our website. Where we get a little extra information and you know, tea and sneak peeks and what's coming over there. And that's always released on Thursdays over on our Patreon. So go check that out. And until next week, happy sewing. Bye. Bye.